This is the Mountain Vision Podcast, where we share our obsession with hunting in the outdoors and talk waterfowl and big game hunting. Whether we're waterfowl hunting in the Sacramento Valley with the Sutter Buttes as our backdrop, or deer hunting in the Sierras, one thing is for certain, our vision of the mountains is a hard one to shake. Listen along as I interview outdoorsmen that have inspired me, and you might find inspiration from them as well. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mountain Vision Podcast. This is episode number four. On this episode, I sit down and talk to Brian Taylor. Um, On Instagram, you can find Brian at b.taylor85. I figured I'd start off with that because when when we were having the conversation and I was recording it, I actually waited till almost the very end until I remembered to actually introduce who I was talking to. So we'll start off with that. But anyways, yeah, Brian's a guy that I've been following over the past couple of years. Uh, Seemed like a really cool guy just a down-to-earth guy with a good sense of humor so I you know somebody I'd get along with so I just figured I'd reach out to him and he was more than happy to sit down and have a conversation and kind of share some of his um, experiences and tactics and uh, and stuff and we, we we had some laughs and cracked open a few beers and had a good conversation but yeah he seemed like a just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all things outdoors whether it's fishing or hunting or whatever but um, yeah, and then actually even after we stopped recording, he kind of continued talking about some of his tactics on on scouting and what he does to look for places to scout for deer and stuff like that. And I, I thought it was really interesting. I, lear- I actually learned quite a few things from him, and uh, I'm sure we'll have him back on again soon, and we'll go over some of that stuff too. But, yeah, stay tuned. It's a good conversation. Thanks. Hey, what's going on, Brian? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, getting ready to put my headphones in right now. <laughs> there you go. You got so, you got a beer in hand or what? I oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's exactly like I was telling you. I just pretty much sit up and uh, write emails, write everyone back, and try and play catch up. Yeah. Um, so, right I think on. I think we and you have the same profession. You, didn't you say you're in uh, a project manager for uh, an electrical company or something like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a commercial electrical contractor in SAC. Oh, nice, thanks, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we're in industrial, commercial, and yeah, that's that's kind of pretty much all we do for the most part. So. Okay, cool. For electric electrical company or general contractor? Yeah, electrical an electrical company. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It sometimes it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 money's fun, and that's about it. Yeah, seriously. Same here. Like, yeah, I don't mind it. It's cool. I mean, I'm used to my whole career. I worked in the field, and now it's like the last couple of years I've been in the office, and it it's it's still cool. But it's like, man, I swear, like it's like the worst thing for your back is to sit at a desk all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not only that, just like I try to like actually like gaining. It's so funny. Like I I was in the field too for a good portion of it yeah. uh, for the first five years or so. But the last 10 years, I'm watching, and it's not like just be surely my, my uh, you know, age or whatnot, but my weight keeps on going up more and more. Yeah. And it's because every year I'm just sitting in a damn chair, you know. You, I look at my watch now, you know, I got those step counters or Garmin watch. Yeah. You know, it's noon and I got like 2,000 steps. I'm like, oh my God, like I haven't even moved. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell oh, wrong? Funny. But it, it's just the way it is. You're strapped to the keyboard and you're just waiting for that next email or, or whatnot, you know. Yeah, that's funny you say that. I had a, we did a little step challenge at work. 
and there's uh-huh. so we had like teams and there's this one dude who was a who's a foreman and he was working yeah. days and nights and he was getting like thousand like twenty thousand steps a day or something and, it was, <laughs> and he luckily yeah. he, luckily he was on my team because we ended up winning but it was like the same thing like i would look at my steps at the end of the day and it was like three thousand steps and i was like dude i need yeah, to step exactly. it up yeah. So I, just recently, though, because I've been working from home so much more. So the past like seven, eight weeks, I set my goals like stupid high. Like I was like, okay, so twenty thousand steps a day, which comes out to be right around, you know, twelve to fifteen miles, depending if you run during that time or whatever. Yeah. And I've been killing it. I do. I've lost like since this uh, stuff started. I lost twenty-seven pounds. Oh damn! Just because I just. Well, yeah, I had nothing else to do, so yeah. I write all my emails when I run. I basically run a mile, write an email, run a mile, walk a mile, whatever, and I hop on my treadmill and I and I pull my iPad up and I just knock shit out. Perfect. I've never been so yeah, it's pretty cool. I even told my boss I said I can get used to this. I'm gonna be super super skinny, nice. and it, it was kind of like I, I kind of did it to obviously for hunting. I was supposed to hunt some pretty crazy units this year too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at least that that was the plan. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I know it's kind of funny. It's like, you know, as negative and crappy as it as this whole Corona thing is, it's like, you know, you can definitely find some positives out of it. Like, you know, like that's a perfect example. Like, I know I've been way more productive just on work, like work and personal life and everything else with this with this thing going on. Like, spending less money and <laughs> yeah, it's so it's funny. Like, so yeah, my wife's like, man, like she pulled, you know, she she's the the stay-at-home mom but she's also our accountant she's like holy shit like we don't we haven't gone out to dinner we haven't really done anything usually by the time we go to disneyland or we've been at maui or whatever yeah and she 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 just recently looked in the bank and she's like holy shit like you know we haven't spent any flipping money at all other than groceries yeah we don't even drive anywhere so yeah it's um, crazy yeah it's pretty that's pretty trip it's a trip but yeah i mean like i said i mean the only thing i spend money on most of the time is just hunting and fishing so it's yeah. not like that much money goes anywhere other than uh, all the expensive optics and rifles and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I know they pretty much save up for those like big, big purchases, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I try and buy myself something like real big each year, yeah, whatever that may be. So yeah, and I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like I see a lot of guys like I see a lot of like single guys like with no kids just spending just boatloads of money on gear and stuff, and I'm like. Like guys like you and I with kids and stuff and a wife and family and you know mortgage oh, or yeah, whatever. Dude. It's like, dude, I it's like everything I have to be able to like get that one item every year or whatever it is. And yeah, and just I, I so what I do is to suppress it that I'll buy a bunch of small knickknack stuff. Like yeah. I mean, I have the money to spend, but my wife would cut my my dick off. I mean, I, I have I'm a I'm a gear junkie or whore. I mean, I've bought yeah. everything. I have ten of everything, yeah. and I I started at the like let's buy the smaller stuff or the cheaper stuff to figure out if I like it. And which is like the worst way to go about it. Like yeah. you mentioned it with what's the name, like buy once, cry once, because when it really comes down to it, there's a reason why it costs that much more. Sometimes that's not the case. Uh, like, like a Swar- Swarovski, like I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. My eye is not <laughs> that good to tell the difference between a Razor HD or a Maven versus a Swarrow. I'm just not, my eyes are just not that good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Same here. I, I, I don't need to count the hairs on the ball sack of the Ram that's five miles away. You know, I'm just not, that, so I'm not that into it, but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. one of the things I've just sure they're great. And I've, and I've looked behind them before they are, there are, they are very crystal clear or whatnot, but like yeah. that's not good enough for me to tell the difference. Yeah. I think we're on the same boat there. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, for me, even like like the last, like I bought my binos and they were, you know, they're a thousand bucks. And for me, it's like, mm-hmm. that's, you know, they're the Razor HDs, the 12 by 50s. And they're, that's, for me, that's like a ton yep. of money, dude. Like, you know, so that was like top of the line for my budget. And, you know. I love them. Yeah, I have the same one. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the same exact ones, Razor HDs. Yeah. So. All, all the whole the whole vortex line itself is awesome. I have no complaints whatsoever about it. Stuff. Yeah, people want to knock it or whatnot, but I, I've had no issues. And then the warranty system. Yeah. I had a tripod last year where I was out on a hunt, and the tripod, uh, whatever you want to call it, like little cantilever thing, finally broke after my thousandth use, and it was used and abused. Anyways, yeah. I called that guy up, and it was because it was a Friday, and I told him where I was. He shipped it to my hotel, the part to fix it. I mean, you just can't beat that kind of service. Yeah, that's what I hear. I, I mean, I did. Yet, but... Yeah, and I kind of bullshit a little bit. Like, I was telling him, like, I'm on the hunt of a lifetime. It wasn't even my hunt, for one thing. <laughs> yeah. But he did ship it to the hotel and made it happen, which is freaking awesome. That is sweet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like whether it's your hunt or not. I mean, binos are kind of key. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. You, you might, almost might as well go home if you don't have a pair of binoculars. That's exactly right. It's funny. So what, what, uh, obviously I've never met, we've never met, but I've followed you for a couple of years now on Instagram and just kind of, kind of followed along and you, you seem to always pop up and I'm like, you seem like a down to earth guy. Like I, I was like, right before I called you, I was just looking through your, your little, uh, little stories or whatever, or the, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, I was <laughs> I was cracking up. It was funny. Just to, yeah. Guess. No, dude, I, that's kind of how this all started. Like when I started when my brother he was on instagram he's like hey uh there's a bunch of hunters on instagram you should post your picture so for the longest time i took pictures right but i took them like on you know the original smartphones or or, or nokia picture phones or uh nextel yeah. where <laughs> super great and, and i don't have any of those old photos and i was just really big on trying to preserve the moment whenever we were successful for the longest time like we used to hunt a lot of small game like um, I live near the California Delta region, so we only had we only had small game. There's no real deer around here. Uh, most of the deer are on private land, so it's kind of hard to try and go, you know, out deer hunting. So what we did was just we hunted raccoons, possums, uh, mink, beaver, stuff like that. A lot of the stuff that was surrounded the Delta waterways, okay. and we were super successful with it. It was fun. It was a, a ton of fun to uh, to do that, and then it's kind of leached into other stuff more and more. But small game was like a huge portion um and then taking people that was the other thing so we got hounds and we wanted to bring people because you know people have this uh, idea of what hound hunting is and how easy it is or whatnot i think once they go they get to share the experience um and see how you're kind of working hand in hand and then how close you are with the hounds themselves so it's pretty it's a pretty cool like i said we just wanted to share our experiences yeah take as many people that that was my first thought was like help as many people as possible show them something a little bit different because there's so much division division in hunting. I mean, you got yeah. like, oh, you're a waterfowl hunter, or oh, you're a big game hunter, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you even see it amongst like the, the groups, like uh, you know, with DU or Ducks Limited versus uh, you know California Waterfowl Association. I mean, they're I mean, they're <laughs> literally bidding for your money. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's supposed yeah. to be working with each other. And California Deer Association. That's another one. There's just there's so much division, and uh, and I got to witness it firsthand with bear hunting. Really? Uh, when it came down to hounds. Yeah, because, you know, it, uh, there was a first ban, and I didn't see anyone from any of the other groups, whatever you want to call it, from a waterfowl hunting perspective, 
none of the big groups like uh, uh, California Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, no one stood up for the California houndsmen. And it was ridiculous. And it just it was such proof on how much division there was, and especially our state. Like, it's super bad. Yeah. I think the other states, the advantage that they have and why they work closer together is because they're true outdoorsmen. Out here, I mean, and what I mean by that, like, I know it sounds like derogatory or whatnot, but it's like they are in embodiment. They hunt, they trap, they fish, they duck hunt, and they deer hunt. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like one, one uh, you know, specific game animal they go after or whatnot so pretty cool but other than yeah. that yeah i got to see a lot of that stuff and it just pissed me off so i kind of wanted to share as much as i could so. yeah no for sure that's that's cool uh wh- why do you think that is like for out of state uh you know like like out of state how you know it seems to be like there's more true outdoorsmen or whatever compared to california i mean do you think it's somewhat because i know i didn't grow up in a hunting family at all i i, I mean i mean i've been waterfowl hunting yeah. for like 13 years or something but as far as deer hunting goes, this is only like my fifth season. So, like you're talking about the hounds hunting, like that was outlawed before I ever even started big game hunting. So, I yeah, mean, I, to be honest with you, I don't think there's a real good answer behind it. I mean, it might be just the, the, the typical California mentality. You know, we also had a massive influx of new hunters. Yeah, uh, the past five or six or so years, and they were never brought up on like the uh, you know pay it forward kind of a thing or yeah. unity of hunting. A lot of it came from like the massive influx of duck dynasty and yeah. <laughs> so forth and so on. You know, like I, I, hate to, I hate to even throw them in the equation, but yeah, a lot, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. You got to see a lot of that kind of stuff happen, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like I'm all for about bringing new hunters into the sport, but oh, bringing yeah. them up in the ethical way. Like there's just certain like uh, things that happen in hunting. You just see it more and more. We got to see it, you know, going on a club hunt where or a pheasant hunt. Uh, and it used to be 50 people and then duck dynasty came out all of a sudden there was 150 people we got to see it like firsthand on how much it was actually influenced yeah it is it is funny i mean you know like when i started duck hunting it was it was before duck dynasty i mean it was like you know i used to watch watch duck commander videos and stuff like that and (laughs) and so like when they had that show on tv i was like oh that's that's the duck commander guy i don't know it was kind of funny but but yeah yeah i I, I I don't know yeah, even my, my me and my wife used to sit down and watch it. I mean, it was it was a funny, you know, uh, happy-go-lucky show, right? There was no yeah. violence. It was no drama. It just seemed like a, a good show to watch. Yeah, but was, a lot of people took it as like, hey, let's go get some duck calls and go out in the woods and go call some ducks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know why California is as bad as it is. Like I said, a lot of the other states seem to have a little bit more camaraderie when it comes down to it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've been in the situation where I'm out in the middle of Colorado and Hey, you're not from around these parts. You need to get the hell on out of here. But yeah, uh, I think you're going to have that anywhere you go. It just just kind of goes with the territory of hunting. People think, get territorial about their spots. Yeah, and I, I kind of think maybe it's more like you know, like in California, maybe there's more like more of the new hunters are 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 new into it without having mentors showing them like the right way to do things, and so it's like, um, you know, like. I don't know, like 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 other states that you know they grow up around it and they're raised around it, so they're taught like they're taught like ethics and you know the right. Yeah, way. no, I completely agree with you. That, so, that might very well be it. Yeah, and so here it's like everyone's just kind of winging it. And they're like, oh, duck hunting is the cool thing to do. Let's go duck hunting, and they just they just kind of don't really know what the right way yeah, to go no, about I, doing it is, you know? Yeah, and that that might be the case, and and, and I feel like, but I think it also kind of boils down to people the willingness to teach like i even found myself 
in that you know situation a couple times where I'm just like, I'm not going to tell those guys how yeah. to do this correctly. Yeah. It's up for them to figure it out. No, you know, sure. pain and suffering, get up the mountain. But at the same time, like, I, I have to tell myself, like, look, I can give them, I can give them information without telling them the spot, right? Like, yeah. what elevation, you know, where did I begin or whatnot? And uh, like I said, I have to keep on reminding myself to not be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is hard because, you know, we do people that I'm not saying I'm like some successful hunter. I, I honestly contribute 90% of my success to just getting out there more often than most. Yeah. To be honest with you, that's what it really comes down to. It's just um, yeah. luck is when success meets opportunity. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think I think part of that, like, you know, not wanting to show other hunters where you hunt or not wanting, not wanting to help other hunters, kind of like mm-hmm. that thought process, kind of, I think that comes with, like, maturity and, like, especially, like, when you start having kids and stuff like that, like, you start to kind of care more about, like, showing the next generation and stuff like that, but. Yeah. When did you want to record? Are you already? I'm recording, recording dude. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I should have probably stopped about halfway through that. No, that's that's the success portion. <laughs> no, no, okay, good, good deal. No, I just uh, uh, honestly. So, like the last, it's funny. So you know Andy, right? With Legion. Oh yeah, he likes to start it off. Yeah, with, uh, recording the whole damn thing without yeah. you even knowing. See, I like it though. It's funny. So you got me for a little bit of it. Well, no, it's so like I got the candid Brian. <laughs> no, I think it's better. I mean, it's like. Dude, I so they I don't know if you listened to that episode I did with Steve, um, but that that was like the next one I did, and and I sort of started. We just started bullshitting, and it was like a normal conversation. But then when I went to hit record, it was like all of a sudden. I don't know if it's because I'm new at doing the podcast or what, but it was like uncomfortable for a second, and I had I had to like get the conversation going again, and it was just sort of weird. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. The, the best conversations are the ones that are not forced. And yeah. it's, it's so funny, like, uh, you know, my boss always jokes to me, he's not a hunter, but he always says, like, you know, hunters, they're immediately friends. As soon as they find out that you shoot something, you know, he, you know he's poking fun at us as, like, hillbillies yeah. or whatnot, and he has no clue of, of the efforts or, or what we have to go through, especially from a California's perspective. We, we have some of the hardest hunting in the, in the nation. Yeah. So we are at every disadvantage possible. Our seasons are in the middle of summertime. There is no rut hunt. There is no bait. There's a you know bunch of other problems that kind of go within our herd, and we don't have an environment and everything else. But uh, yeah. it's so funny to talk to people from southern states to see how they look at us. They, they look at us like morons. Like, oh, is it so hard for you to shoot a deer? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. Like I said, it's kind of hard to even uh, you know when it, they see us hiking around when it's 110 degrees and there's rattlesnakes every everywhere. Yeah, aka a zone. Uh, I think they kind of get the, they kind of get the picture, but yeah, it's super super hard hunting. Dude, that's um, funny. I haven't. I don't. Hun- I don't wish a zone upon anyone. Really, dude. I haven't hunted yeah. a zone yet, and I've really been like wanting to get out there for archery this season. And but everybody I hear talk about a zone talks about rattlesnakes and how hot it is, and it's just like, dude, I don't know if I want everywhere. To. Yeah, they're everywhere. They and I'm not. I'm not like one to be scared of snakes, but like. Every A-Zone experience, honestly, there's a snake involved with it. You know, like, hey, I sat down on this log to just rest for a moment, bam, rattlesnake. Or I went to go take a shit, and yeah. bam, rattlesnake by my ball. No, so it's, it's a, like... That's a real fear. I mean... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we actually ran across a den years ago. So we were out hiking around, blah, 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 trying to find some bucks that probably were all completely asleep because there was it always lands on a full moon for whatever reason opening day yeah so they're all probably bedded up or whatnot so we're hiking around and we ran across a den well we didn't we just assumed it's a den 
we found a bunch of baby rattlesnakes, which is nuts, man. Oh, it, it, it just like was one after another. And we were killing them and putting them in a big old, you know, like one liter water bottle. And we brought them all back. And we ate them. They taste like shit because we didn't know what we were doing. But uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> a lot at the time, you know. Yeah. Finally, I'm, now I'm like a pro rattlesnake cooker now. But uh, back then it was not so much. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's funny. But yeah, man. Uh, pretty uh, pretty excited about this season. Um, yeah, so you got... want to dive into that at all? Go yeah, what a... Uh... What uh, what tags do you have this year? I saw you got that Nevada one, right? Yeah, so I, I have a Nevada tag, it's a rifle tag. I actually got it um, as an alternate, which I've done it one other time prior to this. It's still somewhat rare to get. Uh-huh. And what typically happens, the guy either refuses the tag or their credit card is expired or they have insufficient funds. Okay. And, they immediate, and the reason why I'm kind of leaning on the insufficient funds or uh, – or expired it's because it happened almost instantaneously oh really uh, yeah it doesn't yeah the government doesn't work that great where the guy automatically refuses and all of a sudden you pop up as an alternate right yeah so um so that, that that's kind of what i was leaning in that direction we got an alternate tag i was expecting a archery tag this year and i got my second choice rifle which is awesome <laughs> you know i've never <laughs> anytime i get to go hunt in nevada i always like every time i'm out there like the past couple years with a muzzleloader or archery equipment i'm just like god damn it if i had a rifle in my hand this would be over yeah, so fast you're constantly seeing deer you know and you know I, I think andy probably touched base on it on other uh, other podcasts or whatnot but like you know it's you're at such a disadvantage and you get to see them all day they're walking right there and it's only 200 yards away and obviously things change when it comes down to rifle season they get a little bit more alert they get a little bit they get in the thicker brush but during archery season, to be able to see them, it's just a tease. It's just a constant battle with your own mind, seeing yeah. them and not being able to obtain the deer itself. So it's, yeah. uh, it, it does feel, it, you know, you feel a little bit more brave. You have a little bit more pep in your step when you have a rifle in your hand. Um, and you're not at, as at, you know, such a disadvantage. Right. You know, stalking in. And there's so many things that go wrong during archery season. It freaking drives me nuts. But that's, I'm like a masochist. I keep on going back for the pain and suffering yeah. of archery. Because I do enjoy it. Like, I, I enjoy the pain of uh, and the, and being pissed off. I'm driving home the whole time, white knuckled after <laughs> archery hunt, livid. You know why do I suck so bad? What did I you know what did I do wrong and blah blah blah. But yeah. uh, but the very next week, and I just fucking go back out again and do it all over again. Yeah. So, but it's it's fun when it does all work out. It's the greatest feeling on the planet. Better than shooting a deer with a rifle. Yeah. So, See, that's all I've done fun. so far is with the rifle. So I've only been shooting a bow for a year now. So I'm like. Yeah, I can I can imagine that it would be very rewarding to finally get it. Oh, done. dude, it's crazy. If they sold that feeling in a bottle, I'd be a very poor man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's it nuts. Does. It's one of those things. But, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. So. What about cool. you? you going to hunt any uh, deer this year? you got any plans or whatnot? Are you going to do over-the-counter stuff? Yeah, I'm going to do the typical. I'm going to do the AO tag, and then and then uh, I'm hoping to get a drawn X-Zone tag this year, but most likely I right. won't. I think I only have, like, two points, so. Right. Um, yeah, so I plan on getting X Zone. Uh, I'll let everyone in on my little secret on what I've been doing. So I've been getting X Zone off and on pretty much every other year for a while now. Oh, really? uh, it's like the piggyback system. Yeah. So what it is, you just you, you you have a friend or a buddy that's been stacking points, and you're able to put in with each other on the draw to try and level the playing field of your points, right? So he's got eight. You got you guys now have four each. Yeah. And you just put in for those lower grade X Zone hunts, and uh, the past couple years. I run across a friend or whatever, and we basically use our points and 
part of the deal is that I got to help them pack out their deer and whatever, you know, maybe <laughs> camp or I buy beer or whatever, you know, like a little bit of trade yeah. aspect to it. So, um, yeah. and it's fun. Like it's, it's, it's worked out. I've had Exome, I don't know, like that three or four times over the past five or six years. So it's, uh, and I've, and I've shot some decent bucks and it's been a damn good time doing it. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping that I get an Exome tag this year. At least that's my plan. Um, looking yes. for just rifle tags. Yeah, I guess that's a good. So you just have like a, you just get a few buddies to kind of do the same thing, and then, except then, yeah, that's basically. Yeah, I guess it would kind of. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and and, and you can do it the same thing. Like if, if uh, what a lot of people do is that they stack points for their with their wife, right? Let's say their wife doesn't give a shit; she just wants to hunt a B zone tag or whatever. Yeah. Um, so she'll 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 put in for X five B, which she'll never get more than likely, right? It's just I don't even think they even have a random. Maybe they do. It's maybe one or two. So put in that for every year. And she's putting away points, and then bam, both of you guys get to go hunt X X uh, X five B or whatnot. Yeah, you know, and that's just what a lot of people do. It's it's a super common way of, of trying to obtain an X zone tag multiple times or every other what year or whatnot. Yeah, some of these some of these some of these units don't take that many points, especially as soon as you put a bow in your hand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I noticed that. Th- so I I. Uh... My wife got me that membership at Go Hunt this year, so I just started digging into that. And like, it's it is cool. I do you do notice like what how much more opportunity you have? Um, it's not. It probably cut the points aspect in half. Yeah. Um, and then not only that, there's half as many people applying for those units at, at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, and some of those units, to be honest with you, just because the deer are more exposed, you know, the deer are in velvet. They're not going to be in the thick brush. They're going to be standing there. And, oh, by the way, they're going to be in a bachelor herd. So it's a little bit easier to spot them when there's six or five of them or whatever standing around no in the doubt. group. Uh, so I, I, I actually, that's the best part. Like, I know I just talked about how it's the worst part, but being able to find them. I mean, that, that's probably the most frustrating thing is going completely skunked, going back and hiking your ass off and not seeing shit. Yeah. Uh, every time I go archery hunting, I find something. It may be five miles away. Uh-huh. Uh, but at least you, you you see that, and that you know inspires confidence. You know, it's that one possible chance that you might be able to get to them before you know the sun goes down or whatnot. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I did notice. So last yeah, last year I I did do archery, and I I I did like you said, I saw way more during archery season than rifle for <laughs> by far. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, man! Yeah. It's it, it, it seems like it, it's like an impossible path. Uh, many times throughout the hunt, it's like, you know, man, man am I ever going to freaking get this done? And then once you finally get it done, you'll obviously be elated or whatnot. And then you're going to be like, man, it was just luck. Why am I, why am I doing this shit? Yeah. It was just luck that one time. Well, there, <laughs> you know, like I said, there's a certain amount of luck that comes down to it at the end of the day. There is, you know, yeah, but, that you, luck that you didn't make any mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Call it what you want, but it's like, you know, the more you go up there, the more luck you're going to have. If, uh, if you want to call it luck, you know, yeah. you still got to get up exactly. there. So. Odds are in your favor the more times you play. Yeah, definitely. So, so did you did you grow up in a hunting family? I didn't. My uh, so that's that's kind of been like a, a new thing. I've been taking my dad hunting a lot. So, really, um, and just recently, like introducing him to hunting, introducing him to duck hunting, which he fell in love with. And I always tell people like get into wing shooting if you're going to get into hunting. I know a lot of friends that you know they raise their hand like oh yeah i want to go hunting with you like no you don't you don't want to go deer hunting with me you want to go duck hunting you want to go you know quail hunting or dove or whatnot (laughs) yeah because the other stuff is not fun i mean it's going to be the slow times of just standing around not doing shit or not being successful at least when you do like you know social hunting like duck or dove or whatnot 
you're pulling the trigger a lot. You get that, you get, you get that kind of rush or love for, for it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so my dad, my dad never hunted. So I took my dad on his first hunt. I bought him out on a waterfowl hunt, had the time of his life, completely sold. Then, you know, went on a few more hunts, bought a bow. Now I don't have any time for myself because I'm constantly taking my dad hunting, all these <laughs> hunting events, you know, whatever. So yeah, he wants to go turkey hunting and deer hunting. So actually my dad actually got a great tag for uh, Nevada this year. It's a muzzleloader hunt. I've, I've been on the hunt, I don't know, four or five, maybe six times. And it's just, a, it's a great hunt. He'll, he'll have a blast not super super hard it's uh it's just you know a fun hunt or whatnot but he has uh, only shot in one deer in his life and it was in california and it took forever for that to even happen nice um, many 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 frustrating times of me just telling my dad to pull the damn trigger yeah because <laughs> he gets he gets all locked up and froze up and every he does per, you know performs perfectly when it's a target but as soon as it has a heartbeat everything goes out the window so, oh yeah he starts shaking and shit and stuttering and fucking all his glasses fog up and everything i'm like man just focus on the damn beer and shoot it yeah so, that's funny. but it's fun though I, I i'm enjoying it like i know everyone uh like uh lust for like going hunting with their dad but i'm just lucky to go hunting for myself because i feel i find myself taking or going with someone for them uh more often than not so, yeah it's it is fun don't get me wrong i love taking my dad and, and when he gets jacked up it, it, it's frustrating at the time, but at the end, it's obviously it's super exciting about it. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's fun to just share those experiences, too, especially with your dad. Like, that's got to be cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, and then uh, I noticed a while back, you, you, have a, you have a YouTube channel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was part of the thing. Like I was telling you, for the longest time, it was like getting groups of people together and yeah. going hunting or fishing or working on your gun. So like a lot of the stuff kind of came down to like people were taking their guns apart. And I, I don't know how many times like my buddy's like, oh, yeah, I took it apart, come back out there and it's not shooting. And they're borrowing my shotgun to shoot ducks. So I'm like, <laughs> I finally did like instructional videos like, you know, don't blow your face off videos or screw your gun up videos. So I started making you know videos about that and yeah. training dogs a little bit, you know, a mixture of everything, whatever I could find, gun reviews, stuff like that. So I completely stopped doing that. Um, my wife said it was taking up too much time oh, and really? my job got way too serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was, I was curious if you had any plans on doing any like new YouTube stuff or not. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I still, I, I filmed a couple times in the past couple of years just for groups or whatever, just go, you know, yeah. help them out, grab, hold a camera or whatnot. Um, but other than that, like I said, I, I have no time. I don't even have time for, you know, basic home activities, let alone, uh, filming YouTube videos. I know. So, I find myself hunting and spending time with kids. That's basically it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's like, a, it's just a balance now that, especially being a dad, right? I mean, how many kids do you have? I have two, two? kids. So, um, yeah. yeah, my son, my son, both my kids were born during hunting season because <laughs> that's just the right way of going about it. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny. So yeah, I got a son that's nine months old and I have a daughter that's four years old. Okay. So I'm going back for another beer right now. There you go. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and it's my daughter's elated to go hunting. That's the one thing that I look forward to probably more than anything is actually taking them, you yeah. know, all the years of time that I put into to try and be successful and running across the right people. And they, they hit the gold mine. You know, they, I've, I've put a lot of effort into this shit and they finally, you're going to probably, uh, when they, when they go out, they're going to reap the benefits for that way. So, yeah. um, at least that's what my plan is. I mean, shit, 
but my daughter, my daughter, my daughter loves it. She loves going out there. She loves fishing. She loves hunting. I've taken her out turkey hunting uh, this entire season. Like every time I was out, she was out there with me. Oh, really? She's a little nice. trooper. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So she knows the whole. She knows the whole thing. She likes to talk a little bit too much while we're out there, but it's, you know, you, have, you let them have fun. And, yeah. and as soon as the bird, first bird goes down, it, it, you know, all, all bets are off. She's talking the whole time after that because she's going to want to hold it, touch it, and everything else. But yeah, it's sure. still, it's a good time. But yeah, fishing, I, I live you know, 10 minutes from the Delta, so we fish a lot, quite a bit at least. Okay. What, yeah. You, so live, it, you live in like Livermore or something? Oh, uh, the Brentwood area? Brentwood area? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally right on the Delta. Cool. So, and you have that. Be on the walk. Go ahead. You have that. You got a boat, right? Like a tracker or something? Yeah, yeah. I got a tracker boat. Okay. Got a tracker boat. And uh, we duck hunt out of it. We obviously go fishing out of it quite a bit. Um, yeah. It's a uh, perfect it? little boat for, what's that? How is it for duck hunting? Duck hunting the Delta can be difficult. Um, I have a really good buddy of mine. His name Darren Razo, the guy. Excuse uh, me, oh, God, Jesus. Anyways, Razo, uh, Andrew Razo, and he uh, he has a few blinds out there, and then I hunt a lot of the uh, the other public locations, and it's it's territorial, man. I'll be honest with you. There's a lot yeah. of places out there that you know you, you're getting too close. It, it can be like almost like a refuge, very similar to what the California refuge is like. Yeah, um, they don't want that. people. Yeah. Yeah, they'll burn your blind down if you uh, <laughs> if you put it next to theirs. <laughs> it's great. Well, yeah. You have to understand these guys have been putting in the same spot for 40 or 50 years, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Joe Blow, a.k.a. Duck Dynasty, comes up and says, oh, I'm going to put it right here where all the ducks are coming. Well, the guy's been hunting it, and I understand a certain amount of territorial, but, yeah, you should never destroy anyone's property. Right, so, right. But they, they, do get, they do get pissed off. There's no doubt in that. Because I've been, I've been on the other end where I'm getting my shit burned down because yeah. I'm too close to someone that's been hunting it for a very long time. So. Yeah, it takes all the fun out of it when people get all – but hurt. Like, yeah, it's public land. At the end of the day, it's public land. I mean, yeah. and, and, but they just don't have any respect. They, they've treated it like their own for so long. It's kind of hard to, you know, wean them from that. Yeah, I know. I've, I haven't. I, I've only hunted off of a boat a few times now. But it's like I've noticed that like guys are like racing to the boat ramp. They're racing to get out there early because everybody like knows the spot or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, they're all super secretive about their spots and. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's pretty. Funny. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. I think the most secretive group has got to be deer hunters, man. Duck hunters are secret. There's no doubt in that. And they'll freaking wake up at one o'clock in the morning to go get in this one shithole little slough to go shoot some ducks. <laughs> but deer hunters, man, they'll freaking go down five back roads, lie to their wife where they're going and everything else, just so no one can find out. Oh, like man. my mom. I mean, it, when I tell when I my dad has to tell my mom we're going to. Redding, California, to go hunting, and we're nowhere remotely close to Redding, <laughs> because I know she'll go blab to her friends. Yeah, um, but that's just the way it is. You just got to be a little bit secretive about it. And the biggest reason why I'm secretive has nothing to do with not wanting anyone at the individual spot. I just don't need a hundred more people applying for that unit or whatnot. Oh, definitely. Has nothing, you know, and, and especially in like states like Nevada, when there's already you know a decent amount of people applying for units. You don't need any more because your success rate is just going to fall through the roof. And I've been pretty successful at getting Nevada tags over the year, but I'm not applying for premium ones. I can tell you that. I mean, all the tags I have are super low success rates. Uh huh. Super difficult hunts, but that it's hunting. At least you got a tag in your back pocket. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you uh do you apply for a lot of different states, or just mainly Nevada and California? Or? Well, I've applied applied for Arizona, Wyoming, 
Um, where else are they? Utah. I've played for Utah a couple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Oregon. You know, the, the Western states for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to be honest with you, my my little home pack is the Idaho. Idaho. I, I, I even hunted Colorado once, which was like the worst hunt of my life. Oh really? Um, oh, dude, that was like a total shit show. Huh. Yeah, it was a ten thousand dollar hunt, and I wasn't guided. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I completely destroyed uh, my truck, crashed my truck, uh, got tickets for having the quad without any, reg- you know, whatever, paperwork or something like that, registration, but like a Colorado thing. Or yeah. Didn't see shit. Uh, all my gear was just completely freaking caked with mud. Um, it was just a shit show. Just all it was around insane. nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, the guy that was with me, the guy that, you know, that had good information, um, <laughs> He ended up being like a newer hunter. Another, uh, he's a really nice guy. I don't want to talk bad about him, but yeah, he was a new hunter. Went out there, not exactly what uh, what he had expected, and sure as hell not what I expected too. So, yeah. uh, just take taking advice from what you think is a local, and it just didn't pan out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like nine thousand eight hundred dollars later, uh, zero deer. Man, yeah, mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah, yeah, that was a little expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my wife, I never heard the end of it. My wife's like, I friggin' told you you shouldn't have gone to Colorado. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. 99% of the time, my wife's shoving me out the door. Go kill something, blah, blah, but make sure it's big. Because yeah. I want to, you know. <laughs> well, sure the other the thing, time. too, is so for the longest time, I did a shit ton of pointless hunts, right? So now she just says, like, make them count. Like, if you're going to go for something, don't go for fucking turtles. Like, we're not going to hunt for turtles. Like, <laughs> let's. let's Hunt for deer, something that's, you know, substantial or whatnot, yeah. or something that's impressive. So, yep. but yeah. Let's feel that freezing. Real fortunate. Let's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, dude, my wife and my wife and kids, they freaking love it. That's all they eat. So nice. I got my deer jerky is completely gone. I mean, I need to shoot a deer immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah that's cool. So, we do like pepperoni sticks and stuff like that. So, yeah, for sure. I want to start doing that with, with duck. Oh, dude, it's it, it's awesome. I actually, I, that's probably it's so funny. Like, I'm not like a big duck breast kind of guy, so we do a lot of like sausage and smoked hot links and stuff like that yeah, for yeah. ducks, just because it's not like I don't know, maybe it's just my taste buds. It's just I haven't inquired that taste for wild duck. Man, yeah. I haven't either. I it's like I yeah, it, I feel like I've been duck hunting for a while, and it's like I always try new recipes. I always like I'll like just recently I did like a whole another like a whole duck on the barbecue and like. Tried to get oh, yeah. it just perfect, and dude, I just couldn't. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, dude. I, I feel like it from now like on, I'm gonna do snack. Like, yeah, yeah. It tastes like someone's like shoving a big old fucking roll of pennies in your mouth, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is delicious." I'm like, "Have you ever fucking had deer or elk? This doesn't taste like that." No, I mean, it doesn't. It, it, I mean, right. I, I'm open to like if somebody has a recipe or can share it with me, and I and like can convince me otherwise, then I'm down. But like, I haven't figured it out. It's like I. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, just keep making like, jerky and snack sticks, and I'll eat it. I'm not going to throw in the garbage, but I, I don't exactly. know, dude. I just I'm the same exact way. Yeah, I don't know. I just haven't make the freaking uh, Italian sausage and done. Goes in all my spaghetti or whatever. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, I I enjoy poppers, but I mean, you put bacon on anything, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, same way. I'm the same. We do a lot of duck poppers during during and obviously after season. We try and keep some duck breath that are dedicated to that, but. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of just a, a, a super inquired taste. I think a lot of the people are actually bullshit. You know, like when you're 12 years old, and you take a swig of a beer, and you're like, mmm, beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you. This does not fucking taste good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. yeah, I don't know if it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Like I said, yeah, farm raised duck, all about it. Yeah, we, duck confit, all about it. I'll, I'll eat it up, but it's just uh, that wild duck. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. So. Yeah. So you went. Uh, you went. You hunted whitetail this year, didn't you? Or last year? Didn't you go to Mississippi? I did. Or I hunted, yeah. Yeah, so for the past couple of years, I've been hunting whitetail um, in Mississippi. Absolute blast, man. I I never, ever thought, I mean, I always thought, like, you know, what, what the, the Southerners thought of us is, like, idiots out there hiking in the middle of friggin' summertime. I always thought of them as a bunch of inbreds that just walk around the swamps and shoot, you know, or sit, sit around in a friggin' tree stand all day and not do shit. <laughs> um, there's a total method to their madness, and it's just like, you know, just like anything else, like, everyone from Mississippi thinks that we surf and you know, everyone from California thinks that people in Mississippi are inbred. It, it, we, we had our wires crossed. It is a, fu- it is a freaking blast, man. It is, is, it is absolutely fun. It's not, you know, like, look, there is no, like, trials and tribulation of Mississippi or southern whitetail hunting. I mean, if you have an iPhone that has somewhat or remote service, you can sit there and be a whitetail hunter. I'm not going to say you're going to bullshit you that. It's the methodical aspect of shooting a specific deer right yeah so we we were able to hunt a property that the guy was extremely serious about which deer you shot and it could you could not deviate from that so okay. you're like fucking worried so like a deer a buck would walk in you're like oh my god oh shit he's like making mature like you know like the typical characteristics that you see in a mule deer and you can say hey he's a mature deer yeah. Just go out the fucking window. Like they don't have like a big old sloping belly and a you know or sloping back and a big old belly or you know all white face. Like they just don't have those characteristics. They just have like an elongated snout or whatever. Like it's something you would actually have to see um, in person to be able to judge. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It was also the time and effort that they put into harvesting the deer. You have to understand, like you know, there's a hundred farms and you know ten thousand square miles or whatever. And everyone's doing the same shit. And so they're trying to attract those specific deer and keep them there on the property and all that stuff. So the, the, the before and the after work that goes into whitetail hunting, I can't appreciate because I, I like work ethic. It's, it's something that we do, you know, in our, in our before and off season um, to try and be successful. And it's what they do to try and keep their herd and everything in check. And there's just, they're way more in tune from the biological standpoint of their property than we could ever be. We don't have like anyone going out there and saying, "Hey, these deer need this supplemented or whatnot." Like, and, and we probably should. You uh, see some of these deer. The reason why we have such low, we don't have any habitat. You know, the habitat is probably being engulfed. Like, if you look at a lot of the uh, the areas where these deer would migrate through, are being taken over. I mean, yeah. it's crazy, man. And so uh, you're starting to see a lot of it. Starting to see our, our decline on a lot of these units, and and hopefully they restrict tags. In all honesty, I know that's going to affect me ultimately. But it can't have 55,000 tags for one unit, you know? So, yeah, I know. So, yeah, whitetail hunting, absolute blast. Is it the hardest thing on the planet? No. But is it one of the funnest? Absolutely, yes. It's a treat uh, to do something like that. And then the other thing, when I was weird, the weirdest thing about it is shooting a doe. Holy shit, dude. Doe walked (laughs) out, the guy's like, You can shoot a doe. I'm like, Are you you serious? Like, I'm like looking around because, like, Never shot a doe before. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, like, is this legal? As soon as you pull a trigger, you almost feel like guilty. Yeah. Um, and they were just like laughing at me because they're like, oh, I've been shooting fucking does since I was five years old or whatever. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, it's, uh, it, it felt weird. But it was a lot of fun. Got to shoot some pigs while we were there, shoot some ducks. 
Um, and I plan on going there uh, pretty much every year. It's it's it's, it's a blast. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I want to try something like that soon. I mean, how how much does a trip like that cost? Is it? I mean, you just pay the land. Over. Um. So so I, I'm friend I'm friends with the owner of the place. So oh, there you go. it's three dollars and three cents. Um. And it's <laughs> the, uh, the we do it as like a meat hunt. Um. And this is the other thing. So like we got back to the uh you know I was talking about the introduction of people hunting and stuff like that. We got we've been talking me and the owner for over you know past three years. And he had said, oh, man, I would love to hunt whitetail or hunt a mule deer. Yeah. So um, when I say you should come do it, I mean it. You know, like when I use those words, they don't, you know, I don't say like, hey, blah, blah, and, you know, never comes true. So yeah. I told him, I said, if you ever want to hunt mule deer, please let me know. We'll put you in for application. Anyway, six months pass, application time come in. And I told him point blank, hey, man, have you put in for your tags? He's like, oh, shit, I think you were serious. He applied. He got the tags that I told him to put in for. Um, he ended up harvesting his very first mule deer. Oh, nice. In return, he let me hunt his awesome ranch. That was the gist of it. And it's kind of been that way, and we've created a really good relationship. That's cool. And done multiple hunts all over the place. It's been a, it's been a good time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you uh, uh, white? Say that again? Sorry. No, no, I was going to say, I was just going to say, the, the white tails, it is fun. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, obviously, it's way different, but it's like I can imagine, especially like you said, like if you're picking out, you know, if you have a bunch of trail cameras on a property and you're picking out deer, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure the excitement is just as high. Like the excitement level is probably just as high when you finally like come across the one you're looking for or whatever. And oh, dude, you're Jack. Yeah, you're yeah. out of your mind. Just like you know, you still get the shakes, you still get excited after, you still want to grab that buck and you know, yeah, and, and pick him up. It's, you know, it's 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 fun. It, yeah, like yeah. I said, it's just the, it's just the, uh, like, and like I said, I, I think it's the mas- masochist in me. Like, the, there's not much suffering other than possible boredom, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there, then there is a certain amount of boredom that goes with it. I mean, you are sitting in a tree stand or a ground blind or whatever yeah. for a, a good sum of time. I mean, and you're passing up deer. So, that's the, probably the most exciting part is the amount of deer that you see, especially when it comes down to someone that manages their pro- property uh, properly. Um, you're sure seeing a lot of, a lot of deer and you're just constantly finding, trying to find that right one or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then once, once it gets a little bit dark, they, they basically say, it's, you know, open game on does or whatever, but it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, with the bigger deer numbers, it's probably, probably a little bit, uh, easier to kind of keep your head on a swivel and like keep you interested and not get too bored. I know it's like, like in D zone or something, it's like, you know, you don't see something for a couple of days. It just gets so discouraging it's just you know mm-hmm. but absolutely couldn't agree with you more it's like you know it's like a mental mind game just trying to, yeah, keep, exactly. trying to keep yourself up there <laughs> like, what am i doing up here man uh, are you planning on taking how old are your kids your daughter so your daughter's a little bit older huh yeah my daughter's four my daughter's four my uh my son is nine months so they, uh, oh, that's right. we still, we still got some time for him and even her, but, uh, yeah. California just passed that new, um, uh, that new, whatever, not, not California, but California fishing game now will allow for all online training Yeah, and she's going to have 90 days to take this class and try and, you know, retain as much of it as possible. That's, at least that's what our intention. Yeah. I mean, we're, we are helping her a lot. And the thing is, it's all audio. So she gets to listen to it and yeah. she retains a lot. So I'm hoping uh, that she's going to take that, and I'm hoping next year that we might be able to get her a first turkey, uh, 
um, if she passes the hunter safety course. So that, that's that's the plan. We're we're super excited. That that is really young. Yeah. Um, but I have some pretty cool properties. She's shooting her BB gun just about every day in the backyard. She loves shooting her BB gun. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. I don't know how legal that is, but yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's a little Daisy Red Rider. She shoots cardboard boxes, so she has fun with it. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, she's she's pretty uh, jacked about it. And and uh, I, I know I mentioned it to her, like, hey, you want to shoot a turkey? Yes, absolutely. And um, she's been practicing. I have some decoys. She shoots them with a little fake bow, and I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, my my yeah. Uh, my oldest. I have all, I have three daughters. My oldest is nine, and um, right before California started that online only course, Idaho did uh-huh. theirs. So I signed her up for the Idaho one, like two, oh, nice. like two days before California did theirs. So she's doing the Idaho one right now. Oh, so nice! There I think it's go. the same course, but yeah. So, but yeah, that's cool, we, man. Yeah, we got her. Uh, I took her deer hunting and and duck hunting this year. So she had a, she had a she had a blast. I mean. Duck hunting was rough, dude. It was free. Like the the one day I took her was so cold, she just, she couldn't yeah. hang. Like I basically shot a couple ducks and then just called it. It was so foggy that day, anyways. But where, where do you hunt ducks at? Uh, I I kind of stick to the refuges and then like I'll hunt like buddies' blinds or buddies' boats or whatever. Um, nice, 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 nice. But for the most part, like um, like I'll take the trailer up to like gray lodge or you know somewhere up in that area and just go to all the different refuges up there and get you know put in for the the lot or whatever and stay the night okay, and cool. have dinner and have a couple drinks and hunt the next day and it's usually pretty chill yeah that's awesome but yeah I, dude i have i haven't hunted refuge haven't hunted refuge in a long time actually it's so funny like as much as i talk shit about it i kind of like somewhat miss that like uh competitive edge yeah of like getting out getting there and like everyone's giving mean mugging unless you know the group or whatnot dude it is weird <laughs> it's like yeah i've gone through phases like there's times when i hate it and then there's times when i like kind of like embrace it like you said like the like like you're i don't know it's like yeah it's kind yeah, of it's like the wild west man you're going in there and especially with your if you're with a good group of guys or you know you know, it's your refuge. It, it, it is a lot of fun. Like, yeah. there's no doubt in that. If you have, like, this, you know, you have your system down that you usually do or whatever, it's just, it's not stressful. It's just chill and just kind of laugh, yeah. at all, laugh at all the bullshit that goes on out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just kind of funny. But, yeah, we got, so we got my nine-year-old a, a bow for her birthday this year. So a little, uh, what is it, a PSE, um, damn, what is that thing called? I forgot. I don't know. It's it's cool though. It's a little, you know, it's like really adjustable, like from fourteen pounds up to like forty or fifty pounds or something. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So she's loving it. So I I, I actually, so from my my sidewalk to the back of my garage is twenty yards. So I got a little. I built a backstop and put targets in the garage. So we just like I after I put the kids to bed, sometimes I go out there and shoot arrows, or me and my daughter will go out there and shoot arrows. So it's kind of fun. She's all into it. How you like the the archery aspect of hunting, dude? It's, I love it, dude. It, I I haven't got anything yet, but it's it's so addicting, dude. Like, just I my, I actually got my wife a bow, and we she I got her into it too, and yeah, dude, we love it, man. It's like just go go into the range and like just every little, you know, every little adjustment you make like makes such a big difference on like where you hit at the target, and it just becomes like addicting, and I love it. Yeah. And a lot of people too. I think the, the the cool part about archery is that you can geek out as deep as you want to go. Like, yeah, you know, not just making your own arrows, but 
just like micro tuning it from every aspect. I mean, I see a lot of these guys that they take it to the nth degree and it's, it's insane. Like the accuracy that they're getting out of their bows. Yeah. It's because of all that upfront work that they do. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I am horrible when I start working on my own bows. I have, I, I do a lot of stuff through the West Coast, West Coast archery guys. I love Hans over there. Guy helps me out. Yeah. If my bow ever exploded in the middle of nowhere in Nevada, I'd be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, I can get by like basic stuff, but like, I mean, they're kind of a D loop or something like that. But like, if it came down to the catastrophic failure, might as well just drive home. Uh, I'm not going to shoot anything because I wouldn't even trust myself working on the bow itself. Yeah. I hear I, I'm just not, I have so much other stuff going on. I, I'm trying to, uh, trying to remember that, let alone uh, how to freaking restring a bow in the middle of the woods. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I haven't I haven't dug that deep into it too. I want to start doing like fletching arrows and like getting mm-hmm. geeking out on that stuff a little bit, but I haven't really dug into it too much yet. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, actually, I think I'm going to start using Hans down there with West Coast. Also, I ordered I ordered my daughter's bow through them. Um, there's an archery shop up here. Actually, I wanted to, I don't I probably shouldn't go down that road but i'm not going there anymore so i'll be going to west coast <laughs> the guy the guy's awesome him and his family they just have a good they have a great shop it's uh i'm not saying this i don't i don't get any kickbacks from them they're just they're first class service when you go in there you get what you're paying for and you get a, even a first class service that's going to help you decide on the bow and help you out with anything you may need the guys the guy's a wizard too on top of it and he yeah. scares the shit out of me he starts talking i'm like bro don't even don't even try. My brain can't even handle what you're telling me. <laughs> Give me a fucking bow that's going to shoot straight. Yeah. I mean. Just make it work. So, Tell yeah, me when it's exactly. ready. But, uh, exactly. <laughs> so and I'll go there, and like I said, I'll, we've done some paper tuning and some other stuff and some fine tuning, and the guy's awesome. He's just, it's just, uh, and not only that, they obviously have the archery shoot every year. We could get, get together, and, uh, you know, people from freaking all walks of life. You get, like, traditional artists. You get guys that are lawyers and doctors, and then you get guys that are a fucking trash man. All together, and we all go hunt. We all shoot, you know, 3D tour. It's freaking awesome. So, yeah. Um, I know. I met, it's, it's a trip. Yeah, I wanted to go last year, and um, I didn't get my bow until, like, right at that time. So I wasn't about to go shoot a 3D, you know, broadhead shoot when I hadn't even barely shot my bow yet. So, Dude, my first year, it's so funny. The first year I went, my fucking pins were not even, they were not even lined. I only had a 20-yard pin. Oh, really? I lost so many fucking arrows that day. The first day you, the, the first time you went there, the first time they had their uh, their shoot, yeah, oh, really? or whatever. The first time I went, oh my god, it was embarrassing. You know, they have like bombs out there, like 70, yeah. 80 yards. Oh, dude, I lost fucking arrows left and right. Oh, but it was funny. fun. I mean, I had fun, I had a blast. We, especially if you go there with a group of guys, you know, three, four, five guys that you get along with, and drink some beer after, eat some barbecue after, and then there's a bunch of other stuff. Like you even added more since the last time I even went, you know, they have, they have like a pack race and stuff like that. It's kind of devoted towards like true Western hunting, uh, yeah. driven hunt, you know, pretty cool. And the flip flop, the famous flip flop, the famous flip flop. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was going to go this year. I bought my wife and I both, uh, tickets and I was going to take the trailer down there and stay the whole weekend and meet some, meet some new people and stuff. And I, and then obviously Corona happened and that went down the drain. This, it's crazy on how much this, this, this corona screwed so much stuff up. As much as I talked about the positive aspect from yeah. a personal experience, but hunting, I mean, I didn't think that we were going to even be able to hunt Oregon. A lot of people were 
they, they had tags and they couldn't even hunt that state. I mean, there's just a bunch of craziness that's going on. And yeah. then, uh, and I was kind of even worried about Nevada saying the same exact thing. Like, hey, yeah, you got rewarded this tag, but you ain't shit you can do. So, oh, man. Uh, I feel like I would just go anyways, dude. It's like we look forward to this oh, shit yeah. all year dude, long. Yeah, dude. there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. Believe me, if California shut the state down, I would just go over to whatever general unit because there's only 87,000 tags issued. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and I'm open and honest with this. I got friends that are game wardens and stuff. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to say anything, but you're not going to get me to stop hunting. I've been trapped in this house for way too damn long. Dude, I'm going to go kill a deer. And it's <laughs> just one way of grocery shopping anyway, so what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, all the positives kind of uh, overlook all the uh, the negatives that are kind of going with it. seems like we're moving the right direction. I'm starting to see people uh, be a lot more social and get out more or whatnot. I mean, not to a point where it was before, but at least people are starting to uh, get out there and, new shit finally yeah so, i'm excited to go out and go start scouting that's that's Dude. the one thing i have looked forward to man i'm so jacked to just get back out there and put some fucking boots to the ground so am i man i can't wait I, I think i might go up this weekend and oh no shit there you go spend nice spend at least i don't know it's hard you know how it is with kids man it's like oh yeah yeah oh believe me all my wife always gives me she doesn't give a shit if i go hunting but scouting, she's like, well, you already know the area. What the fuck are you going up there? I'm like, well, maybe I see a big-ass deer. That's why, goddammit. Yeah. Well, but, dude, uh, and it's cool. Like, I, like now that my, my daughter's of the age where she can hike probably longer than I can, like, it, it's oh, oh, like shit. getting one other kid out of the house, like, actually helps your wife. So it's like, she's pretty cool with me going when I take her. And uh, So it's so funny you say that. I was actually, uh, it was my own greed this whole this whole uh, turkey season, it was yeah. me like, hey, I'm gonna go take Kendall go hunting. Yeah, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah, go hunting, have fun. Yeah, it was like the most fucking turkey hunting I've ever done in my life. Because <laughs> my wife was like, yeah, get the hell out of my house because the two messiest human beings on the planet are fucking exiting right now as you oh, walk out the funny. door. Hell so, yeah! But no, it, it it's fun. It's uh, and she like I said, she enjoys it. She just wants it to be meaningful, like you know. So yeah. want me to go fucking pot turtle titty soup hunting or fucking possum hunting because it's just it's just a waste of time so. yeah but it's fun no i mean it makes sense dude i mean i it, it's funny it's it's just all a balance but it makes sense like when you you know when you go for a week or a weekend or whatever and come back with nothing yep. it's like you know it's like you want to have something to show for all the, <laughs> the time yeah, you're spending out there dude and it's just oh dude she's fucking harder you know i'm pretty hard on myself so i come back from a hunt and like like especially on successful hunt, I'm like son of a bitch. Like what could I have done differently? Blah blah. blah. Yeah. She's like in my ass. Like what could you have done differently? I'm like God damn it, woman. <laughs> fucking hunt in my ass. But it's cool because you have that outside perspective of pressure. Yeah. And you're all of a sudden you're like you're right. I should have done that. Like what? She's like why did you go to that one? You said it wasn't going to be that great. I'm like but you're right. I shouldn't have. Yeah. So because I try and share I, with my wife just because I hunt in such remote locations, I try and share as much information as possible just in case I die back there. Yeah, no, for sure. But <laughs> uh, I mean, you're like one fucking rattlesnake bite away from completely, you know, exiting the earth. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like, dude, right, some of the areas that we hunt, like, especially in Nevada, bro, it's like, okay, drive a million miles on 50 or 80 and then dr get off on a dirt road, drive for two or three hours and then go hike for four or five hours. Dude, and then yeah. you might be where you're hunting. You know what I mean? Dude, Nevada's so nuts, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's such a vast. I mean, it, 
There's well, so much land. It, it's a, but it's also an easy state to hunt. Like, I'll give all your users my secret. Well, it's, it's not like it's great secrets. I mean, you basically just get on Google or you get on Onyx and you find the Green Island. I call them Green Islands. Anywhere there's a fucking Green Island, there's deer because there's water. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you zoom in and you look for literal trails. I mean, that's all I look for. I look for, I'm looking for spider webs of, of trails uh-huh. over hills. And as soon as you find that, you're finding, you're not, those are not, there's not deer tracks. They're typically horse tracks. Well, guess what else? And they take an insane amount of water. So yeah. if they need water, the deer need water. And that's how I hunt Nevada. Like I choose the shittiest unit there is <laughs> and I find water and I find mineral. That's the gist of it. I mean, it's the, the easiest way to go hunting ever. There may not be water or mineral or, you know, there's always going to be mineral, but there may not be water when you go on your hunt, but at least there'll be mineral. Yeah. How- or left or residual calcium deposits that are built up from water setting. Okay. How many years do you, would you say it takes you? I mean, so like you get a tag this year and how many years do you think it'll take you to draw again in Nevada? I can get a tag next year. Oh, I can get a tag next year. Really? That's the beauty of Nevada. Yeah. Like the way Nevada works, is not like, Hey, you have two points. You're not even going to be allowed to even be accepted. And it's, it's not from a random, random aspect. How Nevada works is that, you have two points you have two names and a hat that's okay. it so if you have 15 points you have 15 names in the hat homeboy that only has one can still get drawn i mean the likelihood of him being drawn is a little bit less likely yeah. but he has the same exact amount of more or less into it that, that, uh, as you do okay so huh. it's that that's why I, I feel like nevada is the greatest state to hunt on the west because you can honestly shoot, and every unit has a giant. I mean, every unit has a big ass deer in it. You just got to get out, get your ass out there, and find it. Yeah. And then only that, like, like it's whatever makes you happy too. Like, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I've been in a, a million situations where I'm out there hunting, and you're just like, you know what, dude? I want to be fucking successful. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of this pain <laughs> and suffering. Let's fucking get close and kill this son of a bitch. Uh, um, and you're still jack out of your mind. Like after you shoot it, you're just like, fuck, this is awesome. But, um. You know, expectations, if you set them super high, be prepared to be upset about it because you may be in the wrong area completely. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a trip. Like, well, I mean, with all the information I just told you, like, oh, yeah, water, trails, blah, blah, blah. That, that doesn't mean where Big Boy lives. I mean, Big Boy lives in the fucking middle of the desert, literally, where there's no fucking water or whatever. I, know, I mean, they nuts? just every, – every time I think, I think I figure them out, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, what I just told you is where you can find a lot of deer. But the one, who knows where the hell he lives? I mean, it's, him and God, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it amazes me, like, where those things live out there, dude. Like, I used to work out there a lot. and I was I worked in the cell tower industry for a couple of years, and I, we went to, like, all kinds of mountaintops out in Nevada, all over Nevada, like, all the way to all the way to Elko and, like, all over the place. And, yeah, just the wildlife you see out there in the middle of freaking nothing. Nowhere. It's insane. Yeah. They are the toughest animals ever, dude. And then they get the extremes, like you know, middle of nowhere, no water, desert, blah blah blah, fucking winter, absolute frigid death, cold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't even know how they take a breath without dying. It's so fucking cold <laughs> out there. And and dude, that was the other thing. So like hunting Nevada, like I've had I've had a bunch of uh, fun experiences like that, trying to pack in light, going light or whatever. Like out hunting there. 
I said, oh, yeah, I'm not going to bring a sleeping bag this time. It was super warm last weekend. Oh, my God. I almost froze to death. Desert doesn't give a shit. No. uh, If it's 100 degrees in the afternoon and freaking 30 degrees at night. It's crazy. (laughs) Their temperature swings are insane. So, yeah. Oh, dude, I was fucking dying out there. I literally had to do jumping jacks for like 30 minutes before I froze to death, a.k.a. <laughs> like 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 1 yeah. o'clock in the morning doing jumping jacks at like 10,000 feet. I got super winded. It was so funny. I, was start- I started laughing because I was fucking winded <laughs> doing jumping jacks. <laughs> oh, man. Is, uh, how's, the funny, light- yeah. Isn't- how's the lightning out there? So I never really experienced any lightning out there during the season, but I did experience like the occasional like just rainstorm that passed through or whatnot. Yeah. Um, not only that, like so, like uh, and I've hunted multiple units in Nevada, like uh, jets, like jets going by the sonic boom. You want to oh. talk about scaring the little shit out of you, the little <laughs> shit out of you? Oh my god, dude! And they, they, you know, they're in the middle of the desert, so they can do whatever the hell they want. Like there's no regulation aspect of it, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. I, yeah, they just fucking fly by on Mach fucking 10. Yeah. They scare the living shit out of you as you're hunting. Because they do a lot of and testing deer, and stuff dude, out there, huh? Military that's testing. That's the other thing, yeah. A lot, a lot of testing. The deer, dude, that was the other thing. So, like, I'm like, oh, like, oh my God, that fucking jet went by. I'm expecting the deer to just fucking flee, you know, for their lives. And uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> no, not, not even a fucking movement. Like, oh, yeah, that's fuck. Here goes Mike. He's, he's cruising by. Yeah. So. <laughs> But they get one one whiff of you and they're out of there, huh? Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. You just so much as fucking creep in within four hundred yards, he's fucking gone. Dude. So. Yeah. You do, do you do much antelope hunting? I I have never shot an antelope. Never shot really? an antelope. Never shot an elk. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, uh, I, I've never never had the opportunity. Obviously, California doesn't exactly. I have max points for antelope and max points for uh, for elk yeah. in California. Yeah. And I'll probably never shoot one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing like almost 16 years for uh, applying, and I'll and I'll never get the tag. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, they have a lot of. It seems like there's a lot of over-the-counter opportunities out of state and stuff, which I'll so, probably be kind so, of diving into that at some point soon. But so that that's kind of I, I've never. So that was the other thing. So I never actually ran across or had any friends that wanted to dive into shitty tags or units, right? So like when you first. Like, you either have, like, the, the polar opposites, ones that have never applied whatsoever for out-of-state tags, or the other ones that have been applying for 20 freaking years, and their granddad hunted every unit there or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, the ones that have 20 points or whatever else are not going to share their points. I mean, they just, they've been putting <laughs> in for a specific reason. Yeah. The other ones, they were just they, – they don't know or have any knowledge to, uh, to assist you. And I feel like I would just be – a massive crutch to take some of these guys or whatever. It's like, so I'm going to do all the work and all the scouting and all the finding, and then you're going to go with me. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I hear you. Got to, you got to, got to, you got to put your, uh, your, your little bit of work in if you're going to freaking roll with us. So, for sure. But yeah. Still haven't done any, done any antelope hunting. Um, I've been offered to go elk hunting a hundred times. Really? I've really considered it from the Colorado and obviously Idaho aspect, but uh, I love mule deer, man. Yeah. And maybe I'll love elk. But I just love mule deer. I love the other thing is I love the desert. As much shit I as I too. talk about it, hot and everything, it's freaking fun, man. I do too, man. Open, I, uh, you get to see. Good. No, I just yeah. When I was working the cell tower industry out there in Nevada, I kind of grew this like I don't know. I, I yeah, like you said, I kind of like learned to like love love it out there for some reason, and it's just I don't I don't really know why. <laughs> it's like 
yeah. in the middle of nowhere, but it's it's cool. I don't know. I really like it. Yeah, dude, I'm one of those guys that fucking sweat when it's wintertime. You know what I mean? I fucking hate the heat. Yeah. But at the same exact breath, I love the desert. I love everything about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And then I love hunting in it. Just it, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, can't get enough of it. Every unit I apply for is pretty much a desert unit. Um, I think it, it, it kind of focuses, especially when you're hunting and you're hunting for deer or whatnot, whether it be big or small, it just narrows an area down to where they have to be more or less, right? Like, yeah. um, and, and I do look at units like that. I do. I try and make it to where I'm going to be as successful as possible. Um, and, and some of these units require, like, you know, when you click on Onyx and you go to Rosas and I, if I find a green spot that has no roads, you bet your ass I'm going to be in that as fast as possible, at least from the scouting aspect. I mean, a lot of my hunts take place in June and July where I'm packing back water. It's a pain in the ass. There's nothing fun about it. Like, I know yeah. a lot of the guys, like, lights out or chasing 200. I mean, I, I told those guys, like, hey, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for all your beer. Come help me pack water. It's not – there's nothing fun about that. Yeah. Um, but that's what it requires. I mean, there's no water or minimal water back there. Um, to sustain three or four guys, so you got to bring you got to bring shit back there, or especially pack, if you're going to be successful. Yeah, and you got to pack in Coors Light, right? Yeah, I know. Hey, <laughs> we did that too. <laughs> uh, so, we, so yeah, that's got a funny story. We had already packed like like freaking ten gallons back there, right? Yeah. So he was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to throw in a fucking twelve pack." <laughs> and uh, do you know how much shit I got for that? Like you fucking stupid fucks, you packed back that it's like. Dude, do you realize how many fucking trips I was back there to get all everything I needed? Yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, fucking biggest deer of my life on that hunt. Biggest really? Deer, I, I didn't shoot him, yeah. Didn't shoot him. It was a very, very frustrating hunt. Oh, you didn't Lots shoot him? Lots of, uh, I didn't shoot him, yeah. Big, big deer. Was that last um, year? Uh, not last year, year before. Okay. Yeah. Big, truly big deer. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say, like, obviously I didn't shoot him, so I don't have a tape on him. Uh between 190 and 210, right around there. So, oh, very, very big deer. Do you have the coordinates to that? that spot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've been asked by every friend and every yeah. – I even, like, I immediately, like, told the guys that helped me pack in water. I'm like, you don't fucking tell no one about this shit. Seriously. He wasn't, he wasn't the only one. I mean, there's uh, – and that's the hunt that I thought I was going in this year, and that's why I lost 27 pounds was for – that unit and that deer and that I owe, I owe, uh, I have, I have redemption in that unit. I, I feel, um, I got to 14 yards from that buck and it was, it didn't know if I was going to throw up. I mean, after the fact of missing, right. Oh, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, exactly. Long story short. Yeah. I didn't miss at 14 yards. He got up, he blew out a uh, fork and horn, smelt us. He immediately, he didn't like wait. He didn't pause. As soon as the fucking fucking fork and horn blew out, he was just like someone slapped him on the ass and said, "Go." I did not lead him. He was going from left to right. I drew my bow back. I uh, I, I chased him from left to right. And as I'm drawing my bow back, I aim and I aim dead nuts at his vitals at thirty some odd yards. I don't know. I just put my thirty yard pin on him, right? Yeah. And I almost I almost shoot his tail off. So this is the problem with this. He's going fucking 10 plus miles an hour. I never led him. If I would have led him, because in my mind, yeah, I was aiming at the fucking kill zone, yeah, he would have yeah. been dead. Dead rights, biggest fucking buck, Eastman's Magazine, the whole nine yards, you know, fucking. But anyways. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. 
like it, it, after 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 the shot went off, I literally like instant like fucking dry heaving, like pissed off, like wanted to fucking <laughs> quit. Threw my fucking bow. Uh, you know, I was just like every emotion you can imagine, other than happy. You know, I was just <laughs> completely fucking pissed off. So, uh, yep, yeah, yeah, that, but that's that's archery hunting in a nutshell. You know, yeah. I, I've been I've been super super close to so many big deer when I have a bow in my hand. Yeah. And, uh, it just doesn't fucking pan out. Couple of them with my wife, like dude, like I've been hunting with my wife. She doesn't hunt with archery; she only hunts with rifle. And she's had, she's been on some like where she like watches me or whatever. She's spotting for me, and I'm like fucking in on a stock, and and I fuck it up every time. It's a big buck. I don't know what it is. So, oh man, oh it's fun though, man. Like I said, <laughs> I keep on going back, so at least that's what I got to sell it to myself. It's fun. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Have you have you gone back to try to? Have you, uh, like, got eyes on them again or, like, scattered them? Scattered no, I don't. I, I think if anyone I think if anyone shot this deer, he'd be on some form of social media. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's a really big deer. Yeah. Um, I've had some people that were that are taxidermists. Their IC scores, scores the pictures from every angle. And he's, he's, he's a 200-plus-inch deer. You know, it's a very, very big deer. Yeah. Um, so if some... If someone, unless it's some just old hick that shot him from the fucking truck, you know, and that's usually what happens. Like yeah. I sit there and go kill myself for fucking a week on end, out for fucking a month, and some guy's gonna shoot him out of his fucking pickup truck wearing a red flannel, weighing yeah. five hundred pounds. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It is what it is. He's out there hunting, but it's uh, yeah. for how much effort I put into it, it would be very, very frustrating. But no one from social media, and I, and, yeah, maybe he is. Who knows? I, 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 you know, he's one of those deer that probably died from fucking old age, dude. He yeah. was just old. You can just tell, you know, fucking withered hips. He had a gray face, you know, and especially Nevada weather, you know, That's one crazy. winter, you're one winter away from fucking dying, basically, every yeah. day, every year. Yeah. Crazy. So what, so what tags do you have? So you said you have, you have the Nevada tag this year. And then for, as far as locally, are you doing, uh, you're doing, did you say I'm gonna try for X. I'm hoping I get an X zone tag. Like I did the piggyback system. Good friend of mine, Tim Frexwell. Um, he has a bunch of points. He wants to burn them this year because he's thinking about moving. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'm gonna go with him oh, nice. and his son if uh, they get a tag, and hopefully shoot a, a pretty big buck. The problem is if I get that, the the uh, Nevada and California hunt literally are the exact same time frame. Oh man. So. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. I gotta kill two big bucks in three weeks, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, um, I, I got a lot of I got a lot of friends that I've reached out to. As soon as I found out I got the Nevada tag, I mean it's just like anyone else. Like I e scouted until my fucking eyes bled, like eight hours straight. You know, as soon as you find that tag, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta fucking find out about these damn you know units and tags of water and blah blah blah. And then I made like 150 phone calls the next day, just trying to find out anyone that knew shit. You know, everyone's quiet. Everyone's lockjaw, right? Yeah. I happen to have a friend that hunted the unit before. Um, and then you just start picking ideas. Like, once you learn the desert, I feel like you got it pretty well figured out anywhere you go, right? Yeah. Like, uh, everyone always, like, shows, like, you know, trees and stuff like that. Like, where I'm at, like, most of the stuff, there's, there's no trees. I mean, it's like a fucking sea of sage. <laughs> you know, find a sea of sage at nine plus thousand feet and you got them pretty well pegged because yeah. they're going to stand out and they're going to stand they're going to be there uh, and i always use archery season as a good uh measuring tool you go out during june and july when they're starting to put a little bit of a 
uh, you know, headgear on, you can find them. They're going to be truly out and about, standing out and wide open. Yeah. And as soon as you do that, you kind of mark them. They're not going to move horribly far when it comes down to uh, early rifle season, you know, the October. Uh, they might be a little bit, a few of them might you know, reach the lower lands, but ultimately they're going to be within the vicinity, right? They're going to be within a mile or so. Yeah. So. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I've seen a lot of the deer, they, they're still in bachelor, especially in, especially in Nevada. They hold on to bachelor herds longer than a lot of the California deer really? that I've seen. Yeah, they, it, so it's, like I said, it's just like anything else. It's real easy to find deer when there's 10 of them standing side by side. You know? Okay. And it, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know, would you say, like, our, like, California's, like, the as far as, like, the deer, um, behavior or whatever is like a week like a week ahead nevada and oregon and stuff doesn't it seem like that so it, 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 they're, they're definitely they're definitely ahead so like especially when it comes down to a zone so you're getting a zone you're getting deer breeding in the freaking middle of like you know yeah uh, september you know what i mean or whatever and, and the whole and, and, and the entire united states is all freaking november you know what i mean yeah i, I get all these guys that are like well, september like oh the, the books are running well and they are they are they're getting fat next they are it may not be peak rut every year, and it may not be uh, pre-rut or whatever, you know, or in between or whatnot. But the the deer in A zone rut astronomically faster than anywhere else in the state, probably other than Florida. I, I think Florida is another one of those fast states, right? It's like super freaking hot or whatever. But uh, it's a trip, you know, and I've had an opportunity to hunt multiple states where the rut gradually gets earlier and earlier, right? Like, uh, you know, October and all the way out to January, where the the Mississippi rut starts. Okay, which is super freaking late, dude. Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We are definitely, we are the beginning of of those seasons, and then only that, the gestation of of, of pregnant does. Like we have, I mean, there's very very few states where, um, um, where deer are dropping does, or fawns, uh, I should say, fawns yeah, yeah. during freaking season. So, like, C-Zone's a perfect uh, explanation of that. You can literally be hunting and applying pressure to, you know, this is typical stupid California, hunting deer, and there's 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 fawns with spots all over them, right? Or, or like, a one-day-old fawn. It's like, dude, like, you have a little bit of guilt in your life. Like, look, I'm applying pressure. Like, they separate it, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fatigue. Just got done giving birth, and I'm sitting here fucking tromping through the woods, and this doe's applying, getting that much more pressure. So, it's... It's frustrating. There is, uh, there's a lot of uh, bullshit that kind of goes with hunting California, and that's one of them. Yeah. Um, our, 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 our zones and dates need to shift a little bit um, for the animals themselves. Like, you know, uh, we are hunters, and ultimately we are trying to harvest these animals, but we want them to thrive. Like, we want them to, to live on, and the only way to do that is to preserve them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and scaring off and possibly harming the, the young is not a good way of going about it. And, and fish and game, like I said, Everyone goes, oh, it's not, it's not fishing game. Look, a lot of the rules and regulations could be changed easily with the commissioners and so forth, right? Yeah. I, I, I blame fishing game. They are supposed to be our spokesmen. They are supposed to be our, our, our spear when we attack some of these issues from a biological aspect. And the what? fact that they have very little to say or very little input is bullshit. Um, they are, it, it, it would be national news. Fishing game says so-and-so. Well, they don't do that because they don't have enough balls or backbone or spine to apply any pressure uh, to our legislation. So that's what it really comes down to. A lot of people don't like that, but that's honest got truth. I just wouldn't think that those dates, like, you know, like, I wouldn't think that would be something that would be hard to change. I mean. It, it would be effortless. 
I mean, they, 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 they flip-flop uh, uh, amount of tags every year. What the fuck is one keystroke away from a 17th or a 7th or a vice versa? Yeah. You know, it, it's honestly, I mean, it, it, add a couple more weeks onto it or whatever. Like, I don't understand what the, uh, from the biological standpoint, for one, it's going to make the hunting that much better. It's going to help or preserve the animals that much more. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's truly no loss in either direction. Yeah, especially, and that's coming from a hunter. I mean, you're talking, yeah, you're, I mean, you're talking about, you know, not that you want to see, like, the tag numbers go down, but it's like, that's kind of what we're talking about, too, is like, really, there's too many tags. <laughs> so, so cutting the tags and then, like, changing the dates, I mean, there's just two little small, you know, adjustments that would probably help immensely, right? Yeah, exactly. It would just, at the very least, um, try and, you know, Help the animals. That, that, that's ultimately, you know, help the animals to where, to where they can get to a reasonable number of harvest. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you got zones like B-Zone where there's 33,000 tags. I mean, dude, that's that's an astronomical amount of tags. Yeah. A, a D5 is 33,000. Another one. I'm just kind of going through the list as, as I'm reading them out. Um, obviously, D6 is not as bad. It, they vary between eight to 10,000 tags. But that's, that's, that's for one unit. 10,000 tags. Holy shit. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of trucks. With yeah, the, yeah. With... <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Freaking window down and rifle hanging out the front. Dude, a couple of years ago, I hunted. Actually, my first season, I drew a, a C-Zone tag. It was, uh, I guess, four or five years ago now. But, dude, up there, it was like, I couldn't believe how many road hunters there were like sitting on racks in the beds of their trucks with rifles yeah, like do you hear me it's insane oh, oh yeah, yeah i can yeah. hear you yeah it was oh, almost yeah, like insane. like yeah, a mexico I know about, like, yeah fucking high racking it like texas and mexico yeah and they're driving around yeah i see we used to see it during archery season uh during uh yeah in b zone in b zone yeah, people driving crazy. around in high racks but dude, they're successful. I mean, there's a reason they do it. I mean, I, it's not. Ex- I don't think of it as sporting or ethical, but looking to each their own. I could give two shits. That's one less person that's hiking on the mountain with my ass. Yeah. And then, uh, well, the other thing too, dude. Like a lot of these guys, one of it's been like the death of me, my old fat ass trying to get up the hill. Is all this uh, CrossFit training, dude? Everyone's a fucking CrossFitter now. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I'm competing against these guys that fucking do 800 push-ups and pull-ups and all the other shit. Everybody's so, but an it, athlete. Yeah, everyone's like a fucking athlete. But it, you know what, dude? To be honest with you, you can go run eight miles and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't have the eye for it, you don't have the eye for it. And a lot of people don't. Like, just I don't yeah. know how many times. Like, I have friends that are super athletic. They can hike for days. When they go out there, they're they're, they're it's just you know you just there's certain things you have to do. Yeah. Go well, 110, 110 miles an hour. I promise you're not going to see shit. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like, being in shape doesn't hurt. But it's like, yeah, when people, like, identify with the fact that they have to be, like, an athlete to to hunt, it's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. And I, that was for a long time. Like I said, that was the uh, – I think you guys you might have mentioned the last one, like, the, uh, the Instagram, the gram aspect fucking work out or die you should you know you should be fucking bench pressing 400 pounds if you're a hunter or whatever yeah yeah um <laughs> I, I don't know like i said uh and, and then the same exact breath the guy fucking pays twenty thousand dollars to go on a hunt yeah <laughs> you know 
Yeah, there's I mean, nothing wrong with that. I mean, like I said, if you got the if you got the dough to do it, by all means. Yeah, and it's like you know, I, I don't, I try, you know, I don't like hate on the guys that are like all into fitness. I, I I try to get more fit every all the time, but it's like, you know, I mean, you know, you you can't like hate on them for being being in shape or like like I said, it can't hurt. You know, it's yeah. It's, so like I said, I, I'm all about like okay, being the best you can be while you're out there in the field. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't down people that are not, basically. Right. right? Like, uh, every year I try and run as much as I can, blah, 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 to get in shape. But I feel like a lot of people, they shame them, right? Like, yeah. they shame the shit out of them for, like, oh, well, you know, whatever. You're not you're not bench pressing. Like, what the fuck does bench pressing have to do with finding gear? <laughs> you know, whatever. You know what I mean? That's basically what I'm getting at. Like, the, yeah. the, uh, the people are, are, are shaming them for uh, having that mentality. So Yeah. Or not having that mentality. Right, exactly. That's funny. I think the easiest way to do it is just get out there and hike. Hike your ass off. Yeah. yeah. There's no better uh, training Austin than Rankin. that. Yeah, exactly. Austin Rankin, uh, that guy's an amazing hunter. If you ever do a podcast, you should do one with him. The guy's probably one of the best California hunters there is. Really? And he doesn't do a lick of training, dude. The guy just fucking hikes. That's all he does. Yeah. He's a fucking billy goat. Yeah, he's just a billy goat, and he kills big shit every year. Yeah, um, consistently. So I, me and him talk. Me and him talk quite a bit. Um, and same thing with like uh, Aaron Moore. Guy's awesome. Guy kills shit every year, and he just gets out there and hike. I mean, he works out too, but yeah, you know what I mean, he he's a, just a really good guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. La- I, I always think I'm in pretty decent shape. And la- last season during archery season, I ran. I met a dude at camp, and we ended up. We were both up there solo, so we ended up hunting together. And he was, I don't know, he was, I mean, I'm, what am I, 36 now? He was like 28 or 29, dude. He was like, he was smoking me on the trail, dude. I felt like I was oh, in the yeah. worst shape just because I hadn't, I hadn't gone up and spent enough time up there hiking. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. Dude. So he was like, yeah. And I thought I was in good shape and I wasn't at all. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have friends that humble me every year. So like every year, like I'll hop on the fucking treadmill, run my dick off. And I try and run during the summertime, the heat of the day. So it feels like nothing during the late part of rifle season or whatever. And uh, I got a few friends that just humble me every year. It doesn't matter like what I do or how much weight I lose or whatever. These guys are just, they're just billy goats. They're just built for hiking, you know? Yeah. They don't have that, you know, mental blocker in their head. Like, Hey, this fucking hurts. And I should probably stop or slow down. Yeah, um, they just keep on getting it. Uh, or not only that, just like bushwhacking, dude. I, I don't know how those guys do it in Alaska when they're just here bushwhacking. If I go through man's neither, I'm like, I'll be honest with you, I'm a fucking bitch. I'll just start slowing down and say, okay, fuck this shit. You know, like let's go around this stuff. I'd rather like take another mile. Yeah, uh, to go around it. Cause, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just no way. Yeah, I, I hunt with these guys all the time. They're just like, oh yeah, I just get whacked in the face by every freaking branch as they walk through it. No, thank you. I'm all about that. Yeah. So, no uh, but yeah, like I said, it's just people that are mentally tougher in certain aspects. Um, mine is uh, is not fucking going through Manzanita. That's for damn sure. This <laughs> <laughs> stuff is, stuff is so oh, dude, solid. Stuff is like freaking nasty. Yeah, exactly. It's like fuck, dude. No, there's no, don't don't sign me up for that shit. No, that's, that's another A zone freaking thing straight up timber fucking rattler pit no thank you (laughs) (laughs) that's funny shit man are you uh no what no sorry i I, there's like a like a second delay or so oh that's all good 
Um, do you do? Uh, are you going on any any pig hunts this summer? Um, we'll see, man. Like I said, I, I used to do um, like the occasional hunt um, with like a friend or a buddy or whatnot. To be honest with you, my busy. I'm going to have a busy year. I, I do a lot of work um, yeah. during the summertime, so I'm going to be pretty pretty stacked. And any any days that I get off that are going to be uh, they're going to be devoted towards uh, uh, scouting. Yeah. I just got to get as much time as, as possible. I have, like I said, three weeks to try and kill two good deer or whatnot or yeah. whatever you know. A good interpretation of the species. It's going to be a, a it's going to be fast paced, and that, that that's that, that's not that's actually not nothing. I, I, I'm, but how it's going to roll is like this. I go to fucking archery season during August. During September, I take my dad on his hunt. Then I go to my fucking, uh, my second or second, uh, second tag for California, right? Yeah. Got to go to September opening day of that. Right after that, I literally leave to go to my X-Zone tag. Right after that, I literally leave for Nevada. And that's without bear hunting, without, you know, yeah. going dove hunting or anything else, all the other in-between shit or being a dad or being a husband or whatever else. Yeah. And it's just going to be a, those months are devoted to nonstop, no sleep, getting shit done kind of a dad. And it's fun. Like I enjoy it. That's, that's what I live for. Yeah. I hear Constantly you. e-scouting and trying to, trying to be as successful as possible. So, yeah. um, and there's going to be other hunts. Like this is the beginning. We, we, I, I could find out that some of my other buddies landed some awesome tags in California, and they'll just roll over to those. Yeah, um, I got a pretty understanding wife, and, and and we got a pretty good trade system. Like if my buddy gets a good good tag, and I go help him pack out some meat, or I go help out to whatever extent. Yeah, he'll give me a portion of backstrap, and that's cool with us because that's all we fucking eat is deer. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's all it's all balanced throughout the year, huh? Especially with kids and, and wife and stuff. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely hard. Like I said, like I, I think it's my own guilt, you know, yeah. like in my own mind. Like <laughs> I don't want to be. I want to be that dad that's super involved. I want to be that husband that's not an asshole and always gone or whatever from either work or hunting or whatnot. Yeah. But this is what makes me happy. This is the one thing that like I don't do. Like I don't watch football. Like I could give two shits. I don't have like a favorite baseball team my life is fucking hunting and working to provide for my family as much the best life they can live and my spare time is to kill shit because i enjoy not the actual kill sick but it's a hunt it's the fucking you know i don't want to sound like a fucking savage (laughs) well ultimately that's what it comes down to i mean that's that's what i do yeah it's uh it's the hunt it's to get out there it's the everything like dude it's so funny like i have videos so many videos that i send my family when I'm out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And those are my favorite videos. And like when I get out to Nevada, I'm saying to my wife, like it, it's so funny. Cause you get to actually see like what you appreciate. You're like, Oh my God, look at this snake or whatever. Like all those cool videos of behind the scenes that I never share to Instagram because it's not, there is no fucking deer or whatever. It's me showing my, my wife a fucking uh, lizard or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's all the small little things or the sunrise or sunset on your hunt. I, I enjoy the shit out of it. And I, it's so funny. I'm always sending it to my wife cause I want to share it. Like, like I'm always trying to like explain to people like how freaking awesome the outdoors is. We get to see shit that people could only dream of. Or yeah. not, don't even know exists. They have no fucking clue. I mean, Dude. my neighbors around my house don't even realize what even takes place on such a simple as a Delta on yeah. a daily basis. Like they have no clue. Like I, I took my neighbor the other day to go out bass fishing he goes, oh, my God, like, I feel like I'm in fucking swamp people. This is insane. I never even knew it existed. I'm like, yeah, fucking five minutes from your house, 
and it feels like you're in the Ozark. Yeah. Um, and same thing goes when you're hunting Nevada or you're hunting any other state for that matter. People just don't have a clue on how awesome this state really is yeah. or this country. I know. It's funny. I, I, this guy I used to work with, I actually became pretty good friends with him, but uh, he's from Oakland and he just grew up in the city and never did like we would go work out of town in Nevada and the first time he ever saw snow or a deer or anything, he was in his mid twenties, dude. I was like, dude, it's, it's crazy. People are just not, they're just not, it's, it's a trip. I, you know, and, and, and that does not surprise me. I'm, I'm running across people more and more that are just completely fucking anything outside of the norm just doesn't happen. Like, That's you know, crazy. like daily life, especially inner city life or whatnot, like it's just, they're completely oblivious to it. Yeah. So, nice. Like I said, just recently, the, the opening eyes of uh, of my neighbor, like feeling like he was in the fucking P row in the middle of Louisiana. He was literally like, holy shit. I'm like, dude, this, is, this happens every time. Why do you think I come out here? It's fucking awesome, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's cool. Fun, man. We got to get you on the boat, man, whenever you want to go. Dude, I'm down. It'd be right? an insane season. I, I know it would be a little bit of a drive to go bass fishing or whatever, but I'm out there, I don't know, at least two two days a week. Are you? Bass fishing. Okay. Yeah, I try to. I try and go out as, as often as I can. Like, mostly pressure for my daughter. She's always asking me to go. Yeah. And, and dude, it's like, I can literally be on the water in 10 minutes. Like, I mean, I, I back my truck up after work, and I haul ass over the, the dock, and I launch. Yeah, that's convenient. So. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People go to Starbucks, you know, I go to fucking Delta Bass Fishing. You know, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool, man. Well, shit. Anything else you want to cover? No, 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 not at all, man. Thank, I, I thank you for having me. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the first two two podcasts that you already had out, man. It was Thanks, good. appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah, got I mean, a good I, thing going, especially for California hunters. Yeah, I figure. I don't know. It's kind of like I'm still learning, but I'm you know I just want to keep kind of growing and um, you know trying to get better, get the get the get the quality level up, and keep putting out. You know, the hardest thing for me is just being consistent and getting like episodes out. It's like, yeah, you know, exactly. Trying to do it weekly is like, you know, with a full-time job and kids and stuff and no, exactly. something else to do on top of trying to go hunting and scouting and stuff, but we'll see what yeah, we can exactly. do. No, no, it's cool, man. I, I like that. I enjoyed myself. It's you know, when it's uh, a conversation, it becomes second nature. You yeah. I mean? for it's sure. not like uh, nothing forced more or less. We are just two, two friends fucking talking about hunting. Hell yeah. And then, me, me slowly, slowly fucking getting drunk as I talk. <laughs> I know, that's the, that's the biggest mistake I made tonight is that I, yeah. only, I only brought one beer in here, dude. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm all hooked up with a freaking headset on my on my ears and I can't step away <laughs> to grab another beer. <laughs> oh, no shit. But, yeah, man, it was, no, I appreciate it was good it, talking it was to you. I, yeah, good talking with you, man. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you one of these one of these days. Like you said, if we yeah, hook up, go fishing. Or, hey, remember? Go like I told you, man, if you want to roll, just say when. I, and I, and I, and I, whenever I say that kind of stuff, I, I truly mean it. Like I, I enjoy taking people and them having a good time. Right on, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Cool, buddy. All right, man. Thank you so much. All right, dude. Thank you. We'll talk you to have you have a good later. one. You hey, too. you there. Oh. Don't hang up. What's that, bud? Hey, before I uh, click the record yeah, button okay. off, your uh, Instagram handle. <laughs> So oh, we're talking to Brian Taylor here. 
I don't even know what my own Instagram is. Uh, I think it's, B, it's, it's B, been a it's been a, uh, B yeah, Taylor. Yeah, B dot Taylor eighty five. Yeah, yeah. Me and my ugly mug with some some uh, mule deer. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, no, that, that, yeah, you guys can find me there. Um, you might be able to find me on uh, California Outdoor TV on YouTube. A bunch of old videos of me taking apart guns and putting them back together. You're getting some fully automatics over the yeah. counter or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've seen that one. Dude, I was yeah, like, I are you serious? That's crazy. I, dude, I was sitting there trying to, like, yeah. So, for all the viewers, yes, I... I a, uh, bought a fully automatic California rifle. Unbelievable. <laughs> From a gun shop. Couldn't believe it. Oh, you guys want to check it out? Check it out. What, what is that? What is that? Your YouTube channel? I thought it was like Tack Driver or something. Or... It might be Tack Driver. I don't know. It used to be California Outdoor TV and all kinds of other stuff. Okay. Was, it's an old It's an old account. But yeah, Tack Driver, you'll find me. Just type in fully automatic A17. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you there. There's probably not too many of those. <laughs> Yeah, now you have the ATF knocking on my door. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, huh? uh, all right, man. Well, thank, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me on Instagram at mountain.vision or my personal Instagram page at Blue Collar Harvester. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening.